Molweni, Sanbonani, and hello, Mzansi. Welcome back to Season 4 of the Corona Diaries podcast, where we, as second-year students of the School of Journalism and Media Studies at Rhodes University, capture our experience of life during the COVID-19 pandemic. In each season, a new group of students from our class collect and tell their stories, and they are featured in this podcast. Each episode is hosted by a member of the class, and this time, I'm your host. My name is Jessica Friedman, and I invite you to join me on a storytelling journey with the Corona Diaries team. In our previous episode, our members shared diary entries from the pages of their own lives. That was back in September, when South Africa was still in lockdown level four. Now it is October, daily infection rates are right down, and we are officially at lockdown level one. But the pandemic is still with us, and there are more stories to tell you about the new now. So join us in this next episode as we share them with you. And do stay connected with us whenever. Head over to our social media and engage with us there. Tweet us as at Rhodes underscore JMS and follow us on Instagram at Corona.adiaries. Remember to use the hashtag Corona Diaries. Our stories behind the masks. A podcast you can listen to at home. It is like way too straight to the point. Of a three-week lockdown to combat the coronavirus. Stay at home and listen to a podcast. Many people do not have easy access to water and decent sanitation. Life in quarantine. The lockdown edition. Our stories behind the masks. Good morning. South Africa is struggling to adapt to some of the toughest restrictions in the world as it enters day two of its 21-day lockdown. Corona Diaries. Our, our stories behind. Imagine waking up one day and finding that your home now doubles as your favorite coffee shop. This is what happened to Zanam Class when her mother Lisa took the brave step in the heat of the pandemic of turning their household into a family business. In this story, Zanam chats to her mother over a cup of their own brew about the origins of their new venture. A family business is something I thought we would never own, but lockdown brought us more surprises than we thought we would ever have. So just tell me about the story of awakening and how okay, did it start? Okay, it started like years, 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 years ago when I started to appreciate Eco. So I always wanted to open a small coffee shop. So having that in mind with that concept of having that coffee shop as a home, somehow I created a brand of Awakening, the name Awakening. It's just a coincidence that the Awakening was built through a type It was of... actually, yeah, you <laughs> asked me 
is how do you spell awakening and i told you it's awa and then you when you register it you put awe and i said to you it was a mistake and i told you to check it before and i did check it i think you know what did the, you? the universe was like speaking to me good it had to be away and then somehow when the documents came or the the response came good your name has been registered and i'm like oh my word away <laughs> and i'm like no but away it's a nice south land. african flag, yes. some south african so flavor especially like the cape town it's slang. more cape townian yeah. slang like away so i thought it would really sound nice and work nice with the awakening having a place to call your second home whilst you enjoy your coffee is what makes awakening different it's about experiences right i want to create or i'm creating experiences around experiences that i meet with abandu the one thing that i enjoy as a customer nam i want to feel at home the pandemic hasn't been easy on anyone especially restaurant owners every day thousands of restaurant owners throw out fresh stock let go of their employees and close down their doors as president ramaphosa would constantly announce the new restrictions it has got to a position where it almost um broke me through experiences and some business partnerships that didn't go well a number of things that really almost broke me but if it wasn't for the awakening i think something i don't know what would have happened to me so the awakening has awakened you basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah, right actually. Yeah. For some of us, lockdown was an opportunity to break away from the rush of daily life. It gave us a chance to sit back and reflect on our life choices and to make decisions about where we are headed. This is true for Arno Cornelison, who has battled with addiction. He spoke candidly to his housemate and Corona Diaries team member Aurora Manique about these struggles and how the pandemic allowed him to face his own demons. If nothing else, the pandemic did provide us with a sense of reflection, time to reflect on where we are and where we're going. I reached out to a friend of mine, Arno, and asked him about his experience during the pandemic. During like the hard lockdown, I spent my time there at my parents' place in Joburg. Also during that time, with death and things, I guess I started thinking about I am gonna have to like look after myself at one point. My parents are gonna die at one point. I can't give up. I, I have to sort of make a way to make a living. I didn't write that much, but I did do some writing. I saw like in my academic stuff, like I couldn't get away from like the dark things. All my reflections were turmoil and you know struggle and gunk, sludge. <laughs> With my parents, it's a loving enough environment, but it is stifling to me because you know, you know we've had history, we've been through a lot, and there is still. It's really good at the moment, but there is still that history that like sort of lingers around, like I did mess up in the past, and also that led to me not being able to like communicate with them at all. You know, I've got some problems, <laughs> um, addiction. Uh, when I was younger, yeah, I could see like that. <laughs> the shit I wrote in the the, the spaces I was in, I could see that like looking back at the letters. Oh, well, the liquor band happened. Stop drinking. For a while, and you know, I was more upbeat. It was, I think, you know, since I've started living with you guys, I think it has been like very nice shift. 
moving away from my parents. Yeah, with you guys, like, I'm able to really be myself and to say what I want. Our stories behind the masks. A podcast you can listen to at home. That is like way too straight to the point. Yeah, stay at home and listen to a podcast. Life in quarantine. The lockdown edition. Our stories behind the masks. Sinom Klobo and Lela is an Isikmosa praise poet. She believes that this gift has been given to her for the purpose of healing nations. During the pandemic, she discovered that she could use her voice and poetry to encourage people to survive during this difficult time. Ponochatso Mklongo, our reporter, interviewed Sinom Klobo on how COVID-19 has shaped her as a praise poet. We never really realize how much opportunities our spiritual gifts can open for us until we start mentioning the places we have traveled. To us Kosa people, being a poet sometimes comes as a spiritual gift. When there's a specific occasion or something that happened, just like now, we are dealing with COVID-19. As poets, we have a responsibility to pass or convey that through a message to the people. Even when I was still in primary school, I used to get opportunities of performing in art festivals, and some I would win. I once got an opportunity to go and perform in the Union Building for Africa Day. Mm. What happens to our bodies when poets start presenting their work emotionally and physically? Our senses heighten when we do spiritual things as African beings. The moment you go to perform as a poet on the stage, you are already being pushed by a spirit saying calm because you've been touched by certain words spoken by a particular speaker. When I am there in front, it's like dark, not seeing where I am, but not even once will I fall because I was closing my eyes. Because at that time, what you want to deliver, you have to search it within your heart, taking it from the bottom and come deliver it to the people in the way which it is. The attire must represent the culture, the type of poets and the context of the poem on its own. An attire is very important because it shows that you are respecting what is happening or what you are doing. Having props and using them is different for all poets. The significance and the use lie in the culture and what kind of poet the person is. I have a rod that has something like a head. I cut it to be small and it is for when I am pointing. Our stories behind the masks. A podcast you can listen to at home. That is like way too straight to the point. Yeah, stay at home and listen to podcasts. Life in quarantine. The lockdown edition. Our stories behind the masks. Good morning. South Africa is struggling to adapt to some of the toughest restrictions in the world as it enters day two of its 21 day lockdown. Corona Diaries. Our, our stories behind the masks. And finally, here is a story about the coronavirus pandemic as seen through the eyes of a child. Kutle Dladler interviews his fun-loving and very talkative seven-year-old sister to find out how she has experienced COVID-19. 
Being young, unknowledgeable and free was how I lived my life when I was six. I did not live in an era that was dominated by technology. Instead, when I was a kid, the biggest problem I had was how long my mom would let me play outside. The coronavirus drastically uprooted and changed the lives of many kids born in the digital age. Do you, do you even understand what the coronavirus is? Uh, I didn't know that the coronavirus was actually dead. But looking at it now, do you know what the coronavirus is? Yes. What is it? Well, I heard that it can make you sick, and after I heard that it can make some people die, I started not to take off my mask sometimes, and I was really scared now. Did you think it was a mini holiday? Yeah. I thought it was like, I thought other people were at school, and I thought that the teachers were just joking about the coronavirus, and I thought that me, daddy, and Mommy, we were all going to a nice trip on Sun City or something. But then how did you feel when you found out that we can't even leave the house? I was busy making a video and I was busy talking about the coronavirus in private. And then I was talking about how I didn't like the coronavirus so much and how I didn't expect it to be like this. And I was like, it's a nightmare! <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of this place! <laughs> Did you find that the coronavirus helped you become like stronger and more confident in yourself? It gave me time to do what I wanted. I mean, it wasn't that bad having to stay in the house. When I was six, I remember how difficult and boring it was for me to stay indoors all day long. So Busi adapting to her new circumstances depicts how humans have to change to fit their circumstances. Do you think that the coronavirus is ever going to go away and then we can start living a life where we're not wearing masks? No, because I was busy thinking that the coronavirus wanted to kill South Africa. Because my friend was saying that the coronavirus decided to kill China and then coronavirus started to want and kill South Africa. Thus, the coronavirus has definitely forced children to become more aware of their circumstances and become more informed in world events that possibly impact their lives. Bringing the world to you. We have come to the end of this week's episode, Mzansi. Do keep a lookout for the next episode on our website and social media pages. In the meantime, if you haven't, registration for vaccinations for anyone older than 18 are still open. If you've started your vaccination journey, do go finish it with your second vaccine. And if you haven't started, do get registered online at www.vaccine.enroll.health.gov.za. Remember, together we can beat the coronavirus. You can engage with us using social media and keep listening in to the generation of the new now at Rhodes underscore JMS on Twitter and at Diaries on Instagram. Contributions for this episode have been made by Zinam Klaas, Aurora Manique, Ponochatso Mshongo, Kutle Dladla, Jessica Friedman, Notnolo Maniati, and Slindile Msomi. Bringing the world to you. The Corona Diaries. Activate countdown. Someone for things to just be normal again. Jij is nog skakel op die corona dagboek en skrywens. Maar die haar die ek horon. Our stories behind the mask. Damn!